comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted, based on a true story. So I started this restaurant uh, based kind of on the uh, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not type model, and uh, I called it uh, uh, Eat It or Not, which basically I would come out, you know, I'd make what I want, you'd be sitting there and I'd just give it to you, and you either eat it or not. (laughs) Didn't go very well. How long were you open? Two days. But you got rid of all that extra surplus bread, right? Right. A lot of, a lot of bread bowls. Oh, my bread. A lot of bread bowls. A lot of bread bowls. Sub sub sandwiches. How was, uh, how was Frank's bread store? By the way, it started, I told you I'd been listening to our old show. Oh, yeah. It started as Frank's bread store. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, it morphed into Frank's bread shop, and I'm not sure how. Oh, wow. But it originally started as Frank's bread store. Because my recollection is of Frank's if, bread shop. If you have... The means actually shoppy with and actually those episodes aren't on. I've been talking to Russell about putting all our old episodes back on. Like we started, like when we moved websites, Mm -hmm. we had we had moved some of the old ones. Anyway, I was going to say if you can go back and listen to episode fifty, it was awesome. So the entire catalog is not online. No, but Russell Russell and I are going to start putting them all back up. Anyway, I like that. Yeah. Welcome to episode 458 of Half Hour Wasted. We are going to, in the interim between now now and the previous episode, we all kind of want to talk about Infinity War. <laughs> well, how late are we on this? We're only a few months, like maybe it's four only or five a few months. months only but, a couple you know, we months. We have recorded, so... I'm pulling um, up, uh, like, uh, Infinity War IMW, or uh, IMDB, sorry. I just got the Blu-ray. And watched it. Watched all the featurettes. Watched the uh, deleted scenes. Um, I just absolutely loved that movie. There was so much about it to like. Uh, for me, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say I had hesitations because Marvel has just done such a great job with all their movies. But in my mind, I was thinking, man, how are they going to pull this off? I mean, they're going to have, I don't know, 20 plus characters? Right. How are the, How is this even going to be? I can't see it being very cohesive. Well, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. If they just didn't hit it out of the park, and it was just fantastic. I think the credit I goes to the Russo it. brothers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Civil War was a was a uh, was that me or you? One of you? That was that was mine. Sorry. Civil War was a basically a, a dry run mm-hmm. for Infinity War because they had you know multiple characters, but I think they hit it out of the park. How'd you feel about it, Bill? Uh, the Russo brothers are amazing. 
I'm absolutely blown away by what they can do. And, and it doesn't seem, maybe it's because it's a pair of them. And I'm not trying to be cheeky here. <clears throat> but um, uh, Sage and I sat down just last weekend and watched. Uh, I'm eight- sorry to interrupt, but that noise a minute, a while ago, that was a Facebook that notification, right? That little messenger. It was thing. a messenger. That means Bill has friends. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Or continue or, with your thought. Or Bill I, has I have, a friend. I have, I have a, I have a distinct and long-term reputation as a, man, a, a rebel and a loner. Do you have? So uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that revelation. Was that a friend, Bill? Was it? That was an friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt your Russo brothers train of thought <laughs> it did so making these epics yeah. does not see because they did um they did winter soldier and then they did civil war and then now infinity I war they did winter soldier yeah that was their first uh, foray into that the marvel universe freaking rock which was ama- a lot of people probably rightly so said this is the best marvel movie yet it was at that point and then civil war came out and said, this is the best marvel movie yet and then infinity war came out and i don't know that i've heard that but you know, you know they, geez infinity war is infinity war it's not did, it's did, not in the same ballpark is the other movies. Yeah, they didn't did they shoot two. both yeah. parts? What's it? Oh, parts uh, one and two I together, think right? they have. And it, they isn't it stunning? I mean, just absolutely just just stunning to me how there have been no spoilers. We don't even know the, the title of the movie that's coming out next right. May. As of this recording. It's, it's crazy how title lid they've kept on it. And I, I think it's wonderful. Late August. Now, I'm one of those people. I enjoy going to the movie spoiler free. And and for the spoilers not to be there means I don't have to worry about getting friggin', you know, stepping on a, a, a Twitter landmine right. or whatever. And uh, I, I really enjoy I, I like going to a movie fresh, you know, with no idea of how it's going to turn out. And so this plays right to my strengths. This is right in my wheelhouse, man. I love it. I uh, I, I like to keep up on on the uh, spoilers and stuff, so I will actively go out and kind of find them sometimes. Wow. And like you said, there are very little. I have only seen uh, a set of photos from Infinity Wars 2 with the main cast there, and that's the one picture that they always show when they talk about spoilers. I don't know what that picture looks like, but we're going to try it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the, the, uh, you know, I'm so excited to see how (laughs) Ant-Man figures into it. I mean, are we going to time travel? I mean, there's a time stone. Is there time travel? I kind of don't want that because that seems cheap, but you know what? The Russo brothers haven't done anything. Uh, cheese. I don't haven't know done anything that uh, that is like lazy or keep cutting those easy off. do. Sorry. You should say it anyway. It'll be funnier. Yeah, we'll try it again. They're flatheads. Yeah, I'm. I'm, been, I'm trying to figure out how they're going to redo, to undo what happened. And and uh, you know all the theories that I've heard out there. I mean, they sound kind of cheap and th- and stuff. You know, it's going to be something we just don't see or we can't comprehend yet. The uh, the thing I'm having the hardest time with is uh, the fact that Adam Warlock is not going to be a part of this. Well, because they're getting ready to introduce him. They've already introduced his character at the end of GOG two. Should, shouldn't he be along in the Guardians universe though? Since I he would was say introduced, he to yeah, and there. and they are they're building to something else, which makes me wonder if they're building to an Annihilation Conquest or um, or. I don't know what they could be building to, but you know the 
this makes me so happy all the way down to my little pinky toes <laughs> that phase four is supposed to be very cosmic man and uh yeah you want to get those you want to get the the marvel universe out into space take my money <laughs> take just take it just take it all i will write you a blank check actually uh well, i who would you kind make the of check got, out to well actually I, I, I have uh, made the check out to a blank check i've made the check out to cinemark corp <laughs> i um uh, for those who have cinemarks in their area i i think it, it's it's kind of it's not amusing because a lot of people are getting hosed on it, but the whole movie pass debacle, the fiasco, the travisham mockery that the movie pass has turned into, uh, I'm not dealing with with my Cinemark uh, eight ninety nine a month movie club, where I can get a free nine dollar ticket once a month, and then I can get another ticket for nine bucks a month, and I don't pay like the online fees which are like a buck fifty two bucks a ticket, and then I got twenty percent off uh, at the snack counter. Very hey, nice. you can do better than that. And so I go see a movie. I'm saving, saving some loot, man. Tangent. I'm saving some scraps, <laughs> man. I'm leaving. So, I'm leaving. Uh, I'm leaving friggin' greenbacks in my pile. Man. Well, sp- speaking of cosmic stuff, uh, we can touch on this a little bit. But Thor Ragnarok, we never talked about that. Yeah, that's. I thought that was freaking brilliant. Yeah. And I, the way it ties into this movie too, yeah. I think, is is really nice. I've uh, I've talked to people. Who literally didn't get that movie? They thought it was the dumbest thing they'd ever seen, and I just, I, I, I just, yeah, and I just look at these people and I just go, "You're clearly not the target demographic, right? Because you don't, you clearly just, you, you, this is a one-shot thing. You're just, you're watching a Marvel movie. You have no idea where it fits in the big picture. You know, you have no idea who these characters' motivations are. They were probably are. thrown but, off by the humor. What I don't understand though, is. Even if this is the only Marvel movie you've ever seen, you have no context whatsoever. How could you watch this movie and not enjoy it? I don't understand because it was a relatively light. Let's not talk about funny Thor. movie. We're talking about Infinity War. Yeah. Well, but it leads into Infinity War very well. It does. You know, and and you know, Black Panther came out back in February, and I'm I don't know that that I agree that it was sociolog you know societally important. But it was really good, and I'm really glad that people outside the normal geek nerd demographic got to enjoy it. It it did, you know. It's, you know, people always talk about, you know, we want to we want a bigger tent, you know, we want we want more people to enjoy our product or our philosophy or our political party or our whatever. And Marvel, completely by accident, I'm I'm convinced, they made a movie that did exactly that. That brought in people who don't normally go see these 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 nerd events that we enjoy so much and are such a part of, and so for Marvel to somehow figure out a way to expand their audience and to get whole new demographics of people in there to watch it was was fabulous and it's awesome and I'm glad they enjoyed it and I hope they stick around because it's it's like my argument with the you know comic book shops it's like I don't you know. People said that comic book shops were going to die. People said that you know records are going to die. But in every case, they've reinvented themselves. It's taken time, but they've reinvented themselves to a point where they now serve a, you know a, a different but still valid purpose in the community. You know, a lot of local comic book shops have now turned into comic book shop slash game dungeon. Mm-hmm. And you walk in, especially like the the one here we got in Plano, Madness, which is an right. enormous facility. It's it's the biggest one of the biggest comic book shops square footage wise I've ever been in I've never been to like Midtown or 
You know, there, there's I'm sure there's plenty of it's, places out there. I, I've it's been to much my, bigger than Midtown. It's, it's not as big as Mile High. <laughs> Mile High is a warehouse, and that place is amazing. This place is not a warehouse, but it's half game dungeon. Right. And it's, and I'm sorry if that's a derogatory term, people, and and you know I don't mean to offend. Uh, the man cave. Um, uh, yeah. I don't think it is. Right. <laughs> your your me shed. Your, um, your he shed. I did look up like the grosses for the movies, all the Avengers movies. Okay. Uh, anyone want to guess what the Avengers 1998 made? Was the it? 1998 version. 1998. 98. This is where I messed up. So, so uh, this was actually a I'm movie really based on the TV show. Right, the one with Uma Thurman. Yeah, that one. I looked oh up the Avengers. God. I looked up wow. the Avengers. That came up, and I saw the dollar amount, and I was just like, "There's no way no. the first Avengers." So that the, movie. Who was the guy in that movie? Uh, it was Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that made twenty three million, but that was in ninety eight. So you know, it wasn't uh, Sean Connery, the the bad weather wizard guy in it. You know, I don't. I never I saw it, so I don't know. But I think so. The first Avengers, six hundred and twenty three lifetime million dollars. Yeah, just yeah. U.S. or worldwide. Uh, this says lifetime gross because it it busted a billion. I thought that that the must first be first Avengers. Yeah. Yes. Right. Busted I, a billion. Is that crazy? I I thought for sure that was like, you know, that was a billion dollar movie and. It was scaring the Titanic and got on yeah. the wind and stuff. The second Avengers, Age of Ultron, this surprises me. Uh-huh. Four hundred and fifty-nine million. That has to be domestic. Yeah, I, I wish I wish domestic. it said. But it went down. I would have thought but it would be. I remember that movie did get some, well, some negative word of mouth. Yeah. Uh well also, I mean, Joss Whedon was on record as how exhausted and yeah. and just just haggard and and just spent at the end of that movie and how I mean he he've talked flatly about how he did not enjoy the process of making that right. movie that it, it it burned his candle at four or five different ends and um, and you can kind of you can kind of feel it when you're watching that movie but uh, I was surprised at a how much I kind of sort of forgotten yeah and b how much I enjoyed it yeah it was not nearly as dark I watched it about and six months dour ago. As, yeah. as I'd remembered it being I think yeah. I watched it before Infinity War came out. Okay, yeah, we like I said uh, I Sage did like I, it, but Sage and I just watched it last weekend, yeah. and uh, I, I feel good about that because it was it was at least two hours he wasn't playing Fortnite. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and for the latest version of Infinity War, six seventy eight. Yeah, I think that's okay. domestic because yeah. I, I thought it hit. I thought it hit a billion. Close, I think Black Panther hit a billion. Yeah, Black Panther did, but I thought it was closer to a billion than six seventy-eight. Okay, so I just clicked on the link, and yes, it that is domestic six seventy-eight. Okay. So plus foreign, worldwide. Wow, listen to this, guys. Two billion. But listen to this. Can you believe that two billion? Dollars. Two two billion dollars. So six hundred seventy-eight here in the states. One point three billion worldwide. A, a movie. Billion. Wow. A I, two, two and a half hour and I realize, movie. I realize these things have made two yeah. billion dollars. I get that these things have crazy budgets. Um, but considering that you know that your return on investment is going to be like probably at least four times your expenses, minimum three times your expenses, um, it blows me away that uh, they said that. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch 
is going to get paid more for Doctor Strange 2, right. I think, than he has been paid for every Marvel movie he's shown up in so far cumulatively. Right. Well, he's he's got the... He's got the um, the star power. The, yeah, he's but got the. Clout. I think they said. I think they said that they're paying him seven and a half million pounds to do uh, wow. Doctor Strange two, and so that's more than well, that's he's the kind made. of money he uses. That's that's <laughs> yeah, but that's more than he's made put together. And now he was he was in Doctor Strange, of course, and he was in Infinity War. And do you count his cameo in Doctor Strange <laughs> or in uh, in uh, Thor? Wasn't it? It was an extra in Ragnarok. Well, it, wasn't that it? It was. Um, so I guess he's he just, was in an was end a, scene. He's he was just in an two end credit movies, scene, right. but that actually was a part of a scene in the middle of Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah okay. And you know, with with something like, like wait a minute, uh, when what was the end scene in? Oh, the end scene was Doctor Strange, was it? No. Was Doctor Strange? Yes, it was. It was the end scene of Doctor. Was Doctor Strange? Strange? So Thor the, showed up the, in the end scene. The of, infinitely of refillable beer stein. Yeah. So Thor, Thor was a guest star in that end scene of Doctor Strange, but that scene was actually part oh. of Doctor of of Ragnarok. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, I so I guess he's been in two movies. So it's just it's interesting that um, you know in this age of you know twenty million dollar movie stars. And I, I wonder, you know, is the age of the $20 million star waning? Because we don't know how much Tom Cruise is getting for Mission Impossible 6. We're not doing a lot of talk we, about Infinity War. We yeah. have, <laughs> yeah. Let's move back to Infinity War. The, the Rock is now a $20 million guy, I guess, until the the uh, the final uh, gross receipts for Skyscraper come in. Um, anyway. So, uh, I loved Thanos. Well, let, let's talk about Dez. The Dez that surprised you. Oh, at the end? Yeah. Um, For me, it definitely Black Panther because I really thought his lieutenant was going to die. Hmm. Now, because the way they, I mean, I mean, why kill Black Panther? You know, this is my thinking during the movie. Did why she end Black up dying? No. Also, she watched him die. He ran to her. I side. know she watched him die, but if you had asked me earlier today, if uh, Denai Guerrero's character Okoye was mm-hmm. that her name? I don't know, but his I'm lieutenant, bad. the chick from Walking Dead, mm-hmm. if her character died in Infinity War. I would have said unequivocally, yeah, she died. She faded away into ash. But I don't know why, because I don't think she did. But I don't know why in my head I I just knew that to be true. And I can't figure <laughs> it out. I can't figure it out. I, I was surprised that they got rid of almost everybody that they did. But once I realized who was left, it made sense. It's all the original Avengers. With a couple of extras. Yeah, I had to be pointed that that had Thor, to be pointed out to me. Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. We don't know. Right. And Iron Man. They're all left. It's going to be up to the original Avengers to save the day, which I think is nice. Full circle. Total sense. Yeah. I will say that I spent uh, the the second time uh, we watched uh, because yes, of course, of course we did. Took the kids and a friend and, and went and saw Avengers opening weekend on the XD screen. You know, the Dolby Atmos sound, all that good stuff. Then I went back and saw it in a regular theater a couple weeks later. And I was bracing myself the entire time for what, to this point, is the one time in the 18-ish Marvel movies we've had mm-hmm. where I've actually missed it up. Well, at the very end. That's what I'm talking about. The first time it was, I watched it, it wasn't I the, didn't miss it up. It wasn't the ashes. It was. It was freaking. Oh, dude! But the when, second time I watched it, 
when when Peter when, when he was when, fighting Peter so is, hard is, to stay Peter is holding on to Tony and says I'm I'm not ready to go yet yeah oh I freaking I, I lost it both times yeah and was, I was dreading that moment the, the second time the I saw Russo it. brothers talked about why he lasted longer than anybody else and it was because he was fighting so hard he was using all of his strength and his spider power and whatever he did not want to go and he that's why he lasted so long everybody else was just kind of like is this really well, happening everybody and else then, boom they faded everybody else is taken completely by surprise yeah by exactly him. you know him being there at the epicenter of it uh yeah. he may have had some you know they they that 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 trope happens all the time where well we're we're we weren't subject to the to the you know the the time change because we went through the time portal with the bad guy at the right, same time. Right. You know that kind of stuff happens all the time. It's like I was within the sphere of influence of yeah. the bad thing that happened, so I wasn't affected by it the way everybody else in the universe or the planet or whatever was. So, Star Trek First Contact. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking of. But that's that's happened. That happens over and over again. So uh, speaking of deaths, does Loki come back? Does Gamora come back? Because they died before. He yeah. snapped his finger. Before the snapping, yes. The snapping. <laughs> yes. I like it. I know. Hashtag <laughs> that great? the snapping. <laughs> that's, that's not my line, but that's that's perfect. No, it's awesome. <laughs> I would, you know, I would say, uh, well, we're definitely going to get Gamora back. She's probably in the Soul Storm. I, I think that's. Well, that, my gut tells me that. In the Loki, comics, part of her is in the Soul Stone, so it makes me wonder how they're going to, uh, if they're going to bother trying to reconcile that with the comic canon at all. I did hear that Loki, this was part of the um, yeah. um, analysis of the movie, is that if you look at the uh, at the character, he's usually right-handed. When he tried to yes. stab um, Thanos, he was left-handed, oh, yeah. I read meaning that. that he was a reflection he of there. himself. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. theory. So, yeah. Theory. And, and I love that theory. I read the same thing, too, and I thought, there's got to be something to that. Uh, because Loki... It makes so much sense that Loki would have something to do with saving everything, because that's Loki's nature. You know, he he does he does something bad and then he does something good. So it would be kind of nice if somehow he is the person that kind of makes everything come together. I mean, maybe he does come back theory again, just on my end. But maybe he comes back and maybe he does really this time sacrifice himself to kind of bring things back. I mean, who knows? And does that does that lead you into you know you know something like that is you know, these characters are more concept than they are a person. So, you know, the the idea that you know you could you could kill off Tom Hiddleston's version of Loki, and you could bring the female version of Loki, or even weirder, the young version of Loki. But you could bring one of the other versions of Loki into the Marvel universe to replace the actor Tom Hiddleston. That's something I've heard too. Yeah, is that they may be paving the way for you know him to gracefully segue you know exit stage left as well well they're, 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 they're definitely con, they're definitely concepts because I mean uh, they want this franchise to go as well, long as possible and haven't we uh, and actors just have a finite haven't we record. heard that uh, uh, was I were they talking about the Marvel Universe I think they were when they were talking about uh, um, maybe getting uh, Riri Williams uh, to replace Tony Stark Ironheart yeah but I, I think that they were referring to the Marvel movie universe huh because, you know, they, of course, they've, they've already done that, you know, the comics. I mean, yeah. you, know, it was, it was, you know, luckily with the comics, you know, they've got so much room in, right. in, in the comic universe, they can easily have both. Yeah. But in the movie universe, I can see why, where, you know, they need to keep things a little more streamlined, just because you don't have the ability to read, you know, 
21 comics a week worth of continuity, you know, you get at best five hours a year of continuity. So, um, you know, they're they're bound to different strictures, and it would make sense for them to, to do a transition rather than an addition. Uh, and, and another thing they could do, too, with Tony Stark is, is you know, the actor, while the actor may leave, uh, they could always use his voice and stuff. I mean, he, I mean, he could be the new Jarvis uh, 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 Robert Downing Jr. and and you know like in the next movies like like the actor's gone but the yeah. voice isn't so he's still a part of the Avengers. Have, you, know, have you read the Ironheart uh, Iron no. Man issues? Because I have, and in in this this in this this Ironheart uh, uh, world, Riri Williams, um, she is guided. Her AI is is. Tony Stark's, Tony Stark's digitized right. nice. intelligence. Yeah. So it is. It is like it is what he was able to save to computer banks right. when he screwed his body up so hard that he went into a coma. Yeah. And of course, again, I'm, I, you know, for anybody who's going, oh, you, you idiot, you know, Tony Stark's been back for four months, whatever. You know, I'm. Let me just say that you know I'm I'm on Marvel Unlimited now, and I spent six painful months kind of not dealing with Marvel Comics. And so I'm six months behind now because I'm doing the Marvel Universe thing, which is amazing, or Marvel Unlimited, which is amazing, but it's too bad I'm six months behind. So, you know, I, I don't know what kind of resolutions they've had since then. But, uh, but yeah. Um, I was pleased at, at how well they were able to fold in the Guardians of the Galaxy into the rest. Yeah. Um, like Frank said earlier, uh, it... Their, their last movie no he said was think Thor flowed really well into it and it was nice that they figured out a way to bring in the Guardians you know the, the ship that Thor was on got attacked by Thanos because at the end of Thor one of the after credit scenes was Thanos' big ship appeared yeah. and then it cut to black and we're like holy crap that's yeah. Thanos' ship so then we see the aftermath of that and they sent obviously Thor's ship sent out a SOS and the Guardians picked it up so they they brought him in and uh, it was so nice how that that worked and I think they did a, a really great job in balancing they basically had like two or three groups of of heroes you know they had Thor and the Guardians and then they had um, Cap and and the rest of them you had the secret Avengers basically yeah those Cap and Black Widow, Widow and, and Vision yeah. and then they had uh Iron Man and and Doctor Strange and Tony and uh, Spider Man. So those three groups were kind of bouncing together. They did such a good job on on balancing the story between those three groups and the way they come together. And I friggin' love Chris Pratt. I think he is the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> but is he to blame? It's all Star Lord's fault. It is all wow. Star Lord's fault. Wow. I'm afraid I agree. Bold. Very bold because proclamation. He was about they were about to pull that yep. gauntlet off. Yep. And Star Lord was so mad that he he whacked Thanos in the head and kind of woke him up after, you know, he it's all yep. I hate to say it, but it's all Star Lord's fault. Yeah. It is. He's such my favorite scene probably, and it's really quick, but it's on that planet when they're fighting Titan. They're on Titan, they're fighting Thanos. And Star Lord and Thanos are facing each other, and he 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 jumps up and backwards, 
and he flips the finger as he falls through one yeah. of the portals that Doctor Strange yeah. makes. It's so funny. It's so perfect. Yeah. So perfect. I think uh, I think my favorite uh, quiet moment uh, in that movie is um, on the battlefield of Wakanda where uh, Thor and Captain America meet yeah. again for the first time in yeah. apparently quite a while. And they, they have the, the little comment about each other's beards. Cut your hair. <laughs> yeah. Captain America goes, cut your hair. Yeah. He goes, I see you've copied my beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My well, favorite. What's my, amazing is the Russo brothers take such a heavy uh, subject yeah. matter. Right. And how they're able to weave seamlessly these beautiful little, quiet, these beautiful little tiny yeah. snippets of humor to keep the mood from just... Yeah. Dropping there's into two the of second them, circle of hell. There's two of them that that stand out to me. Of, in addition to that one, and it's one where Thor shows up and Bruce Banner, he's in the Hulkbuster and his mask goes up. He goes, "You guys are so screwed." Now. <laughs> That's the best. And then when Scarlet Witch finally shows up and drops those big roller things, oh, oh, and yeah. and a goes. Why was she up there this whole time? Yeah, no kidding. You know, both of those, it was just one line. It's just so perfect. Yeah. Just a little light in the mood. Well, and, and as things are going to heck, you know, at the beginning, and you have that whole sequence, you know, on uh, the Guardian ship. The whole thing with Thor and the eye and the, you know, the this and the that. Drax just, being just a stealth Yes. pretty uh, genius. I'm invisible. How long have you been standing there? <laughs> An hour. <laughs> And well, I mastered the ability to move so slow <laughs> that I become invisible. He's like just moving his arm. And then Mantis walks in yeah. and she goes, Hi Drax, and he goes, Damn it. And just walks <laughs> so great. But it's so, so great. So I don't remember the last time I saw a set of filmmakers so adept at weaving the heavy with the light. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know how much I don't know how much credit you give. What do you need, dog? I don't know how much credit you give love. to, it needs uh, love. you know, the writers, the editors, um, uh, all that, because um, surely it's written in, in the format that it was that it was shown in. You know, they okay, scene cuts here, you know, big up here, you know, so it wasn't necessarily the editor making these kind of decisions and stuff, but uh, um, it just it makes you wonder how much of a team effort, you know, something like this really was. You know, how many of the line, you because know, I don't know, I'm sure somebody does, but I don't know, you know, how the Russo brothers' method is. You know, are they are they very stick to the script, or is it a Judd Apatow joint where it's like, hey, let's do Linearama for five minutes to see if we come up with something, you know, funny or profound or whatever. They stick to a script, baby. I do can they? Tell you. Okay. They no, do, I mean, just from watching it, they do. I mean, but on the, I think based on something I saw on the behind the scenes thing, there was a scene where Falcon, uh, what's his name, Anthony Mackie? Yep. Is that his name? He's going to be the lead the on Altered Carbon Season 2, oh, for, really? for those of you watching. There was a scene where he goes, um, okay, guy, like they're getting ready to shoot a uh, shot. He goes, all right, guys, you want me want me to go Jamie Foxx on this one? And they go, nah, let's keep it more Denzel. Like, oh, okay, Denzel. Wow. So I think they're, I think they're open to, to letting the actors try it a certain way, and then, but then saying, now... That was great. Now do it this way. Yeah, I think they they do work with them and stuff. But I think they have to they have to hit certain story beats because of course I, they've I mean, got to rein it in because there's so many people that have their own ideas and their own egos. Not that their egos get in the way, but they have their own much like the three of us. 
we have plans, but we all know Bill's got his own agenda. <laughs> I, I can't deny that. Right? So, um, regardless of what they do, there's so much more to talk about this. we got a minute left on this recording. Is it too late, Frank, for you to go one more? No, oh, well, let's or do one more. Carry it we'll over? Do, we'll carry over some, uh, some Infinity War talk into the next one. Right. I love it. Enough boilerplate. All right. Boilerplate time. Let's see. You've it's been listening. It's boilerplate time. You've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, proud member of the HHW Podcast Network. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted. Leave us or any of the HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Until next week. I am not Star-Lord. I am Bill. <laughs> I am Drax. Shoot! I should have said, I am Groot. Dadgummit. <laughs> <laughs> and I am out of here. We'll see you next week on Half Hour Wasted. I still have a Smiller reference. Thank you, Limp Bizkit. <laughs>